Thanks for listening to Wholehearted. Before we dive into the episode today, I want to invite you to the first Soul Sister Conversations retreat. It's happening on the 16th of September at 3pm Central Time, all on Zoom. We have a jam-packed schedule covering three ways to be honest with yourself to actively create the life you desire. You're going to leave owning what you want, taking responsibility for yourself, and then having the action to create change. It's going to be a lot of fun, plus we'll give you some great insights about yourself. If you'd like to attend, get in quickly because there are limited spots. All you need to do is comment on one of the advertising posts about the event, send us a DM or email to claim your spot, and we will then send you all the details. We'd love to see you on the 16th to expand your awareness and have a bit of fun. Hello, beautiful people. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? (laughs) I'm fabulous as well. This is always the most awkwardest part of recording an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've been talking for like the last hour and then we've got to pretend that we're just saying hello. (laughs) We all all just sit there and kind of just go, holy shit, inside ourselves going, what do we say? What are are we meant to say? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, welcome to another episode of Wholehearted. We are having an open discussion today, which is always fun. And we're just going to start and dive straight into our lowlights and highlights. And so let's go around the room. Donna Lee, what are you feeling is a low light and a highlight? Oh, well, I've actually, there's quite a bit going on. Mm-hmm. So I'll start with my low light and hopefully I won't cry. And it's been a pretty, a pretty big thing in my life. So last Thursday, our um, longtime friend, our dog, Max from Whitecliffs, passed away. He was 14 and Raya had notified me while I was at conference that he wasn't well. We knew like he's been a little bit unwell, but I didn't, I didn't actually realize that it was going to affect me as much as it did. And um, so yeah, bald all day Thursday and then Friday. I know why it's been so hard is because it's another, it's another part of my chapter closing (laughs) from my family because we got Max six months before Mitchell passed away. So mm. it's, um, yeah, I didn't realise it was going to be this big, but I, it's like another part of that chapter, you know. Yeah. And he was a really good friend and, He's lucky that he lived because, you know, I told Ron that he needed to shoot him when he was five months because he'd already bitten eight people. (laughs) Holy moly. (laughs) Bit his first person when he was eight weeks old. He was tied to the fruit tree and Tiffany Brown, she probably listened to this podcast, she walked past him and eight-week-old puppy bit her on the back of the calf muscle. And, you know, we just thought, oh, didn't really think too much about it. I mean, Max was definitely a character and he was definitely meant to be in our family. And I look back now and I think, you know, the last 10 years, he's been Ron's best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's, it's not a low light. It's just, it's just sad. Yeah. yeah. It is sad. Sorry. Oh, well, RIP, Matt. Yeah. 
So yeah. invite as many people as you want in heaven. Yeah. He Wherever was, you go. Extremely protective and, yeah. you know, I learned a lot. And he was one of my best friends. You know, we used to always run together and, you know, Ray, I will talk to you about, you know, you need to, when you have dogs like that, you have to have an alpha. You can't let the dogs be the alpha. Yeah, he's a lucky boy. So after he bit his eighth person, <laughs> after we told the tourists. Never allowed him talk to anyone ever again <laughs> well you know you tell tourists don't go near the dog and what you know people think they're dog whisperers and I can just remember I just said to Ron listen we're gonna he's either gonna have to have a bullet or we're gonna have to find another way not to have him close to tourists so then we made a run for him up on the hill so he could still see people come and so at, you know 8 30 in the morning we'd go up there and tie him up so that we knew people would be safe and then at three o'clock he could come back down <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. What sort of dog was he? Was he a blue healer or something? Oh, no. He was a dingo. He was uh, a dingo red healer. Yeah. Uh, uh, red healer, yeah. Yeah, red healer. Com- bad combo for biting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, there's a, there's a yeah, follow me, follow me on Facebook. I've, it's going to take me a week to get on there to, to honour him. He was an incredible, incredible story how he came about and how he's actually lived 14 years. He's a very lucky boy. <laughs> Yes, by the sounds of it. Oh, that's that's a great story though. But yeah, sad that he's going and I can see that the grief that you're feeling for that closing of that chapter for sure. Yeah, it's just it's interesting. You don't realise, hey. So then let's go to the highlights. Yay. Let's highlights. Lots of them. So, you know, we've been a while since we've been here because we've we've had some time away because I've been away. Mm-hmm. So beginning of August, I launched my book. So that was huge. And the following week, I'd organised, pretty much organised the Orthobionomy um, Australia Conference and was a key part of holding that all together. And it was a fabulous weekend on the Sunshine Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had the Outback Spiritual Festival here in Broken Hill, and that was a fabulous event. And then in two weeks' time, I'm going to be playing in the hockey grand final. So I've got lots of highlights. Indeed. That's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah. All right, Tanya, what about you? Oh, my low light is, again, yes, there's probably probably a few low lights and highlights over the couple of weeks that we've had missing, but I'm going to choose one and it's going to be that I have tennis elbow. Oh, no. Yeah. And this might be something I need to come to you with, Donnelly. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So it's just been bothering me for the last couple of one, months, just, you know, it's just that annoying thing. But this last couple of weeks, it has been causing me so much pain. I can't even pick up a cup without my arm hurting. It's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it hasn't been, hasn't been fun. And now uh, James has told me that I am not allowed to do any grippy work at the gym. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is pretty much everything, yeah. <laughs> everything above the waist, that's bloody annoying. Well, I have treated someone I with that and yeah. she's had amazing results. As long you, as you do the, the the stuff that I tell you to do, okay, had great results, yeah. Yes. We'll be booking it for that. <laughs> yeah. My highlight, I have a couple of highlights actually, one that has been an ongoing highlight for the last few weeks because I know that, you know, last time we spoke, I mean, having some anxiety issues again. And so my highlight is that I have still managed to 
manage this without going without my meds going up. So yay me. Yay. Woo-hoo. Yay, yay, that yay. is That's, awesome. I am feeling great. much better. The just about I think just about every morning. Maybe not every morning, which has also been a bonus. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna have to do this, we're gonna have to do this. And I know by the end of the day I'm okay. So I'm just keep holding out for that. <laughs> but doing awesome. much better. Can I ask what have you been doing to help you support that for you? I think there's been just a lot of breathing, a lot of breathing, a lot of um, distracting myself that, you know, I am okay, I am safe, I am loved. Uh, This too shall pass (laughs) because it does, it does. Just remembering that in the moment, I guess, trying to centre myself, be here right now, I am okay. Yeah, the distract, keeping myself busy. I'd like to be productive anyway. So having that extra reason to be productive because it, it really does stop my brain from ticking over. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well done because it's it's probably coming up to a couple of months now. Mm, yep. Well done. Very proud of myself. <laughs> that is, that's exceptional. Not to say that if I needed to go up, I would have needed to go up and that's okay. I mean, yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, nothing nothing wrong with that. And right. and you've just chosen that you'd like, you would want like to try to this way first. First, yeah. Over the years, generally, that's not what I do. Generally, my first point of call is to go up because it is easier for me to do all the things, manage it once I've gone up on the meds. Mm-hmm. So it, that is definitely an easier easier way for me to do things and a way that I've done things before mm-hmm. but I really wanted to try and manage this this time without doing that so the why I'm asking these questions is because there could be someone listening that can relate to this do you think it's because you're more conscious now of your choices what what do you think has supported you to be able to make that decision to go okay I'm gonna I'm gonna try some things and I'm gonna stick at it yeah, I think so. Perhaps just that, just being more conscious and and knowing that I can get through things, like just remembering that I've been in worse places and this isn't anywhere near as bad as it has been before. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, not saying to myself, you are not going up because if I do, that's okay, but saying to myself, let's just try yeah. and not go up. And if it's I crazy. do, I do, but... Yeah. To changing your thoughts. Yep, definitely. Definitely catching those catching those thoughts in the moment as well. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I have just set up a little exhibition for the Broken Hill Festival with my artwork. So I'm very excited about that. And I had such a great day yesterday setting up and it just reminded me of how much I miss actually having a physical gallery. I just, I enjoyed it so much, just making everything look really nice and moving things around and setting it all up. I can't wait to come and have a look. This needs to be on the cards again, so. While you're there, while you're there, tell people why, what's going on. Yes, yeah, so the Broken Hill Festival is, um, a fair, how many years has it been happening out here now? About the seven, um, I think we're up to seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's a, a big, big drag, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert um, festival over three days. 
and I'm going to have my work in the box office for the week leading up to the festival and over the festival. So very exciting because I haven't had anything being exhibited for a few years or probably actually since I closed my gallery, I haven't really had anything anywhere. So it's been a few years of just having them stacked up in my studio. <laughs> yeah. And the whole idea is I'm going to sell heaps. Yes, I'm going to sell them all. Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. And I had all my small, my I have some smaller stuff that I've done recently. I've got a set of eight Volvers, which I just love. Oh, and yeah. it's just been squished in a sketchbook for the last few months. So um, knowing this was coming up, I got them out and got them framed and they just look fucking amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect place to have to have my work at the Broken Hill Festival with so many visitors from out of town and that come in to Broken Hill for this. So right I prove your turn. Low lights. I'm sitting here going, there's nothing to share that much about a low light. Like obviously it's just been fairly mediocre. (laughs) Pretty much, you know, very much just cruising along as I do. I did wake up the other morning with like this huge eye. I look like I'd been in a fight with Rocky Balboa. Um, (laughs) But I was just asleep. So something happened there. I've got a bit of inflammation going on in my eye, which is interesting. And it's still there a little bit, but I just, anyway. So that's what interesting. What if got bitten maybe? Yeah, I might have got bitten by something. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was that was funny. And I was thinking, oh, God, I'm going to go to these kids that I look after in the morning and they're going to be like, oh, geez, like, what happened here? But it sort of went down. The old green tea bag on my eyelid helped. I don't know if that's actually a thing, but that's what I did. And just listening to you, Tanya, about your tennis elbow, I had symptoms of tennis elbow 24 hours after I got my COVID, first COVID injection in my, like in that same arm. And it was like 12 months in that arm and it's excruciating. It's so painful. And then 12 months later, it sort of shifted over to my other elbow. And now 12 months after that, it's all gone. So it took me two years to actually get rid of it, which was really oh, interesting. Don't tell so me that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I think mine was like this inflammation based. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't definitely didn't go see Donna Lee. So um yes. <laughs> now that I'm hearing that, I'm like, damn it, why didn't I actually go see Donna Lee? But anyway, anyway, that was a side note. I go out and on a tangent. Sorry about that. <laughs> the highlight for me, because we haven't spoken for a few weeks, was definitely my weekend with my boarding school friends that I had here on the Gold Coast. They, every year we try to get together. So these are girls that I've known for 25 years and we went to boarding school. Uh, I was there for years 11 and 12. It's like the original core group that we we um, had a room. Like if you think of the room, you walk in, it's like a little common area and then there's one bedroom where two of us slept and then there was another bedroom where the other two slept. So that original group from boarding school, that's this group that we get together 20 years later. So, or 25 years later, we're getting older. But um, so, yeah, that was a beautiful weekend. They all flew from all over Australia to come to the Gold Coast. So I just got to travel down to Burley, which is lovely. We pretty much ate our way across the Gold Coast (laughs) and just laughed our asses off. Pretty much. That's what we did. We call them fat chats. We have these huge fat chats. We just sit around and we get right into the meat of things and solve all our problems and solve the world problems and just laugh and have some fun and then support each other. And I'm happy to say the only time we cried was on the last day. (laughs) (laughs) 
Is that when you left? Was it the last day? Yeah, we left it to the last day. And it wasn't tears of sadness. It was tears of full support for each other, like just all the love oozing out of us going, oh, my God, like, you know, we're just so lucky to have this group of women supporting us in real time, talking about what life is and just like really cheering each other on. So I just love that about us. Yeah, we're going to be we're going to be like 80 and still doing these things, so we can't wait. So yeah, we have our AGM, our annual girls meeting before we leave and we book the next one. So the next one Where are you going next time? We're going to Cairns next time. Oh, you're going to love it. Yeah. So we're oh. going to go to Cairns. And actually that's the a trip we've decided that we're actually going to put our families together and we're putting off our actual girls trip till later on in the year, but we're going to do a family get together because most of us don't well, we know each other, but we don't know each other's families. And so we're going to drag our families to Cairns and hang mm. out up there, which oh, I can't wait. Goodness. I already can't wait for. But, um, yeah, so that was my absolute highlight. We just, we have a blast. We just eat and in the last year around. Yeah. You took photos last year and had them on Facey. Yeah. yeah. And the best part is that. I think I booked the accommodation. Then I did nothing else, which you'll know that I love because I <laughs> don't like organising anything. I just want to just rock up and somebody else has organised it. So luckily we have some really great girls in the group and Kylie in particular, she loves to book all the food stuff. So she's all over the food and we'll book all the places that we go for food and I just have to be there. <laughs> just get told, where are we going here now? I'm like, okay, great. Okay. <laughs> what do I need to wear? Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. Great. Yeah. We're going to have to think of doing something like that wholeheartedly. Yeah. I think so. Oh, that's sort of exactly what I was just thinking. Mm. So, yes. Mm. Right, Miss Tanya, I'm handing it over to you now. She's going, oh, my God. Why? Why <laughs> would you do that? Yeah. Because we were we were going to open conversation a little bit about some of the feedback we've been getting on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yes, so we're going to respond to one of the questions that I had put up. Yeah. And the question we're going to look at today is what is one thing tomorrow is going to give you that you will forever be grateful for? I put something similar on my group page on Untethered Woman, I think, and I did have a couple of a couple of answers saying that um, I don't know. Tomorrow hasn't happened yet. This is not the point, people. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> Get creative and make something happen tomorrow. Oh, okay. So that's the point. So the point is to get creative. Let life, don't let life happen to you. Yes. Make life happen for you. Unless you, like, obviously if you know something's coming up and that's going to be exciting, then yeah. But if you're like, well, I don't know, think outside the box. Well, maybe, maybe when we put up something like that, we might have to put in brackets, think outside the box. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, I'm one of those people that sometimes when those questions come up, I go, oh, shit, I don't know. Anyway, and then I'll go and check the comments to see what they're what everyone's talking about so I can get a clue. And then if there's no comments, I don't comment because I have to go and think about it. So I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there that there could be a few others out there like that. Yours could your answer could be to this question. I'd be really grateful if someone else answers this question first so I can answer it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yep. So yeah. yeah, looking at the comments, and it just so happens that I wrote an afternoon at Surface Pavilion, yeah. which was with my friends. Uh, we were heading up there on the Sunday. We had a lovely afternoon at Surface Pavilion, which is beautiful. Then other people said, celebrating my sister-in-law's birthday, time with my family, a day with beautiful friends. So yeah, that's a bit of a common theme by the sounds of it. Donna Lee, you said playing hockey with friends because obviously you, it was a Saturday and you're going to be playing hockey on the Sunday, listening to podcasts, traveling, grateful for being able to drive. It's a question that makes you think like, which is really nice to think, what am I going to enjoy? Oh, yeah. Even just time. Mm-hmm. Christina says time. That's what I'm going to be grateful for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not being running around crazy, maybe just time to relax possibly. Same for Helen had having a lazy afternoon on the couch. Oh, I think that's lovely. I did that. Well, I didn't lay on the couch yesterday. I just stayed in bed (laughs) and took my breakfast to bed, had my book, and it was just yummy time. So I get that one. Yeah, I do too. No, it's not always nice to have that time just to do nothing and enjoy doing, well, you know, we're laying there reading a book, we're not particularly doing nothing, but just knowing that you don't have to run off anywhere, there's nothing pressing that you need to do, that's the best. That's how I want to live my life all the time, actually, (laughs) pretty much. I know, and that's like everybody says that, but it also is possible too. Like it's possible to live that way, to have days like that. Yeah, and I and I think it's um, you know like I liked what you said. It's it's not that you're doing nothing, but what I for me and we and I and I talk about presence a lot. You know, my talk at conference was about presence. Um, it, the same at the spiritual festival, but it was it was me being present in experiencing my presence and and the beauty of like we talked a couple of weeks ago just sitting in between my sheets and I actually even had the electric blanket on low, you know, just so that it was warm and pillows propped behind your back and just the joy, there's just joy in being. And I know we can do that in the garden, we can do that washing the dishes, but it's that learning about what you said, Prue, this is what we're in control of. Even though all of that pleasure, it was just so pleasurable to know that I was making a choice And I'd planned my choice. So I'd planned my choice two weeks ago and blocked out the day knowing that I'd be, you know, really busy over the last or abundant over the last couple of weeks. And I I think just taking that into our life, you know, with some of these comments, we're deliberately choosing. And I think that's really important. There's more and more of this energy that is supporting us to really trust and know what we want from our life, even Mm. with all the stuff that's going on, that we have choices. You know, we're often saying, oh, I can't do this or it's, you know, too much of this. I'm going, you know, well, the moments don't need to be long moments. They just need to be present moments. Yesterday I spent most of the day putting up the exhibit and I had lunch with my sister and my cousin and went back and set up the rest of the exhibit and it was really quite warm yesterday and it's really weird at the moment because it's obviously August which is generally the coldest month of the year and it's been warm like so warm yesterday that I only had a t-shirt on (laughs) which is very unusual for me Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, yeah I come home and 
I was like, I was getting changed and I, I thought, I'm just going to have a lay down on the bed and it was just, it was so warm and I only had my undies and my singlet on and it's laid on the bed in all the pillows and just napped and the cat was cuddled up next to me and felt so nice to not have to have all the clothes on and all the blankets on and was just, it felt so summery yesterday, just in my element. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was beautiful. I- Totally hear you. The weather over the weekend, it, there is something completely, utterly different and invigorating. But what presence, huh? Yeah. Like I even did something similar last night. Joel and I went up to bed and we've got the fan on because it is quite warm up here. And, yeah, we just both laid there and I've been listening. We put the Calm app on at nighttime through the speaker and last night we were listening to some sort of theta brainwave thing and rain and so we had that on and the fan was like you know oscillating back and forth and I said to Jill oh this is just so so nice and he's like yeah this is just so good and we were both just super relaxed because the night before we listened to whale sounds (laughs) and (laughs) so funny because normally Joel would just like pay me out listening to all this sort of stuff, but he's really enjoying it. And I was, I would never thought I'd hear the day that you would say, oh, no, this is just the best listening to whales. <laughs> yeah, let's just put the whales on. <laughs> yeah, put the whales on. So it was just one of those really nice moments and it was just before we went to sleep. Isn't it funny, like simple moments like that, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, that just fills me up so much. Yeah. And like it creates connection. I feel love towards Joel I feel loved by him you know that type of stuff and it's just like that simple five minutes before going to sleep it doesn't have to be hard does it no it need to be a long time either no it doesn't need to be long wow look at all of us Woo-hoo. yeah <laughs> just being connected to yourself and what yeah what that looks like and I love Donna Lee well firstly I love two things the first one was how you changed busy to abundant. And that was fucking awesome. Yeah, take, I did that a long time people, ago. Take yeah. notice. Yeah. And secondly was booking it in in advance. In our abundant lives that we do have, we can get distracted and overrun continually doing stuff that requires some sort of action and, yeah, just things to do. If you want those moments, like Donnelly had, staying in bed till midday, reading a book under the covers, that's something that you actually have to consciously choose and put it into your calendar to make it happen again. We want to make life happen for us, not just to us. And so that's Donnelly and modelling how to do that. So I'm putting it in the calendar three weeks in advance, going that's what I'm going to be doing that day. Yeah, Yeah. and I think there's more and more, (sighs) there's more and more availability of opportunity for us to choose and you'll be maybe listening to this right now and going, you know, that sounds like bullshit, that's not possible, but it is possible. And I'm definitely somebody that has been abundantly abundant for a very long time, filling all my time and learning over these past years. Just It's just learning to know that you can actually access presence mm. and it doesn't matter how how long that time is, knowing that you can do that, that that's in your control. 
Yeah, I got home yesterday and I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I've got to fill it. What have I got to yeah. do? Looking for something to fill that time. And I thought, yeah. no, I'm just going to lay down here for a while and enjoy my partial nakedness and pat the cat. And, and you know, at first I was like, you know, a little bit restless. And then I was like, no, this is what we're trying to do this year, remember? Yeah. <laughs> just trying to be. Yeah. And the more, the more that you entertain that experience or know that that's in your control because this is all the stuff that I constantly teach mm-hmm. is your body and your cells, you know, because we're not separate, you know, we're whole mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. It's a whole organism. And the organism, what I love about the organism is that, and that's, and I love orgasms as well. <laughs> Just so that you kind of more and more that you resonate with you and spend time getting to know you. And this, you know, flows onto conversations we've had before. This is your experience. You know, you aren't, don't get me wrong, you're not going to find this from a therapist. You, you know, if you're if you're if we're good therapists. We're going to be able to be saying, you have this within you. We're going to give you these tools, play with that, find your own way. And we are so supported in that. I want you to all know that you all have that capacity and you've only got to start with a small piece and we're doing that. And I love that about the the feedback on this question as well. It's all very beautiful, simple Simple. stuff, isn't it? Absolutely. Read a few more of them out. Faith says, working with her husband building our house. Yeah. Nikki says, free time to, to focus and not focus and enjoy the sunshine. Uh, yeah, spending time with grandkids. What else? Jane has got waking up before 11 a.m. to meet my friend at Coward's Cakes for coffee and slice. Oh, yum. Yeah. Nanny's day with with my river so privileged to be a grandparent many don't get the chance yeah i'm going to be one of those (laughs) (laughs) um looking forward to some some day in the future when i'm a pop and i can arm my grandkids with a permit marker and say go for it (laughs) yes yeah art that is for sure yvette says more time to work towards my goal yeah which might just mean sitting in the presence of what that is to start with. And Donnelly, you can be, you can, you can share my grandchildren. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And mine, and mine. <laughs> if I have any, if I have. Oh, yeah, I'll, I probably need to go and see Erica and Monica just so that I can hold those little babies. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. As you said, so all these answers are so simple. Waking up, my own bed. I'm alive. Yeah, birthdays. Oh, my God. So, so many simple things. And so it's funny, isn't it? We think we should be striving for all these big, huge, amazing goals. Turns out all we want to do is spend some time with family and time by ourselves and just, like, chill. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That's really what we want. Yeah, sound of birds. Yes. I was walking and we went for this beautiful walk, Joel and I, around... There's this little place, Emerald Lakes. So many beautiful just walks on the Gold Coast. And and I said to him, right, we're going to write a list and we're just going to start going and doing them one by one. And so this is maybe 
think it's maybe 5k walk around the lake. But yeah, there's a little bit that goes into sort of marshy sort of scrubland. And there's just birds like chirping there. And it's like the highway is literally just there. And there's but there's birds just living and living their best life in these little estuaries and on the on the water there. And I said to Joel, because we we're just walking along, and I was like, you know, it's actually been proven that listening to sound of birds lowers your cortisol levels. And I'm like, so let's just stand here for a while because <laughs> there's just like birds going for it. And so we did. And it was just, it's beautiful. I'm like, yeah, how easy and simple is that? Yeah. I often, that's one thing I notice when I travel from the outback to more coastal settings is, mm-hmm. I mean, we have birds here, but not in the same intensity. And it's like just before dawn. So it's always like the first thing I I notice because the abundance, obviously, you know, the landscape's different. There's Mm -hmm. different wildlife. Whereas we don't have so many trees, so you don't seem to hear them as easily. No, that's true. Yeah. There's some good stuff there. Um, What we've got, oh, yeah, Bronte says, waking up. Nicole, grateful for a slow morning, snuggles with my babies, playing games and enjoying pancakes. Mm -mm. Lee's got a morning watching my husband and son playing together in the park. Yeah, I loved that one. What that you can even you can visualize that. Hey, celebrating my friend's birthday. Yeah, Marika, waking up to a Sunday phone call. For my son that lives away and a morning of cooking and meal prep followed by an afternoon motorbike ride. My favourite day is always Sunday. Simple, easy. That's definitely the theme. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Be nice to hear follow-on feedback, you know, as we go. Like I get a sense in our community. So community, if you're listening, you know, we, we are... We are hearing you. We are loving your interaction. And it really makes such a difference to the conversations, knowing that we have a community out there that is growing and changing and feeling supported by, you know, living our everyday lives. Absolutely. The best thing. <laughs> Love it so much. Yeah. Reading through the answers. Ah, this might be it for today, ladies. I don't know. Let's we've, see. We've like lulled ourselves into like calmness, mm. haven't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the other thing too, because you could feel the pause. So why don't we just feel the pause? We may be silent, but let's just feel the pause and just see if something does come up from that. Makes me very uncomfortable. And mm. that's okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Can you feel it in your belly? I, I can, can feel it. I can All feel over the my body. Belly. <laughs> okay, so I'm so I, I'm going to lead this. Just give me a sec. I'm going to mm-hmm. go to my app on my phone because I've been doing some of this in my presentations, getting people to be not so much quiet, just being having not me talk, you know, during the talk, even though sometimes spirit comes in and changes all that anyway. One minute, three minutes, five minutes is actually a huge length of time. And I can remember a long time ago at Whitecliffs when um, a fantastic practitioner was up there and this is where the the breathing, I realised how important the breathing was. And all he did was get us to sit in the room for one minute without any talking, just being one minute. And I can remember coming out of that one minute thinking it was this big 
it was such a profound experience that it had it really became a really big part of you know what I do with people because I don't actually have to do a lot because just as I start to talk about breathing I can feel a system change and remember that we're organic and that we're not separate and our system is just like a little child at the park that when it notices you taking notice of it it's like there in an instant so the other part about feeling uncomfortable is actually really cool too because that's the system going okay what the fuck's going on now we're normally busy the space is empty nobody's talking nobody's talking <laughs> so i'm going to go to my phone cuz i'm keeping an eye on the time we've got heaps of time and let's try let's try 1 minute and then we'll see how we go and then we'll see if we're going to do 2 minutes Listening in you're playing along too you're not ladder Oh, unless you're driving. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. But just hold this space with us. All right, so I'm going to push the start. Okay, that's one minute. So I'm going to go around the room and just get you to share what you noticed. Proof. Actually, I was surprised it was one minute already. It went too fast for me. I actually really like space. I find it so soothing. I do notice my my brain wandering, which I allow it to do, and just always just keep it bringing it back to that presence. Um, It's a practice I've learned in my meditation practice over the last four years, so it's helpful to do. It's helpful not to have like negative thoughts and then the fear drop in like it used to in space. Yeah, that's what I feel. I always feel so much calmer after I've done that. And can I ask, what did you notice from your system? Mm. Yeah, my system, oh, actually it... Because I have been practicing this, it drops in really easily now. Like it drops into relaxation mode. I can feel my like spine like relaxing in. Does that make sense? I actually visualized that it wasn't wasn't meant to, but I just did. Yeah, it just happens really easily for me now, just that space. And actually, I'm thinking about it. Still, still thoughts, still like other images, but not sort of to the side, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Okay, because I'm I want to go to Tanya now. What about you? So intentional intentionally pausing is nowhere near as uncomfortable as a pause where you know what I mean. 
unintentionally. <laughs> an, an unintentional pause when there's like nothing. I purposely didn't close my eyes. I was watching you guys really settle in and close your eyes. And I knew that if I did do that, it would be easier. So I just wanted to try and stay in the pause without escaping the pause. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I did find myself a little bit agitated for a second, but yeah, again, nowhere near as uncomfortable as I was in the pause that was not planned. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What I noticed was <clears throat> instantly my body wanted to reorganize itself. And I, and I know that my body responds really quickly. So it was interesting putting my bottom back in the chair going, okay, because I was sitting and I know, and I knew that my eyes was closed, my eyes were closed, but I thought, well, in the next exercise, I'm, we're going to have them open. And just noticing how my body was self-correcting, my toes were moved, my left leg moved out to find comfort, my right leg moved differently to find comfort, and I agree, the, the 60 seconds went. It was long, but it also was short. So it's like, oh, my body, my body just got ready and went, okay. Oh, you, could see, you could see that. You could see the difference. Prue just looked like she automatically went to sleep. <laughs> Um, and yeah I I watched you sort of shimmer around in the in the jelly in the yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) and settle yourself in (laughs) okay so what we're going to do because I'm keeping an eye on the time we're going to venture to three minutes this time so if you are driving a motor vehicle you might need to do this later um, if you have the opportunity to be able to create the pause and just have an, an experience of it, know that you're being supported through this. And if I'm going to keep my eyes open, and the reason I'm going to keep my eyes open is because spirit's been working with perspective and working with seeing out of our eyes, but it's not about seeing as light codes come in and, and we're, you know, um, processing all these different energies, there is an opportunity for us to see differently. And I've noticed with the last couple of months, and I want to share this because I was doing it with some people on the weekend as well, is that you'll feel your eyeball, you'll feel the water around your eyeball, you'll feel the attachments of your eyeball and that you can, and so it's not like we're seeing It's an opportunity to be with what you're noticing and you'll actually take this and they were starting to work with hearing on the weekend, which was really interesting because I said to them, no, we can't do this. I haven't had enough practice at that yet. So let's try three minutes. It's going to feel like a, a long, long time, but it's not. Okay. And these things can be done. You can be going to the toilet. You can sit there for, you know, when you've got to do your business. You can practice there. You can practice in your yard. You can practice holding a cup of tea. There's so many places to practice. All right. Okay. Let's go. Three minutes starting now.
three minutes. I thought that was never going to end. Really? Okay, you can talk first. <laughs> I did close my eyes that time and it was much better for a while. <laughs> and I actually only closed my eyes because I was like, I can't just keep looking at Donnelly in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> so that made me uncomfortable. So I closed my eyes. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I was just like, oh, it's going to be up soon. It's going to be up soon. <laughs> Prue was asleep. Prue was yeah. in trance. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting experience, though, isn't it? What would you, what can you take from it? What do you notice? I notice, well, I guess it's, it's just something that, reiterates for me how hard how difficult I do find it to sit still (laughs) yeah yeah, interesting but maybe in small increments I don't know it's just a suggestion you know the the one minute then going to maybe one and a half and then just trying that and just exploring that and meeting those bits that I don't want to say uncomfortable it's just noticing those bits and Mm. just explore that what about you Prue yeah, it just reiterates that I am very comfortable in in that actually. And as I said before, it's a practice that I've been practicing, so something that I'm getting better at. But also, I do think it's also in my nature. You know how, and I think a bit like uh-huh. you, in your nature to be going and doing and stuff, uh-huh. um, feeling the silence and stuff. Um, I've always been okay with silence. I've, and I've always, even as a kid, remember how like seeing other people very uncomfortable in silence and thinking, oh, that's strange, you know, actually having that thought as a kid and, you know, into adulthood as well. There's times that I don't feel comfortable in silence for sure, but in those things, it's just started raining here. So at the end of that, it just started sprinkling with rain and and it just, you know what it also confirms, like, the imagery it's like nothing exists without a visual because i could hear the hear the dog sort of turn over on herself and her collar hit the ground and i could see that i could see the dog doing that and then i heard the rain and i could see that what that would look like then i heard joel walk down the stairs and i visualized him walking down the stairs so nothing actually exists in our mind without a visual reference to it yeah, and then our brain just believes that's what it is. And so we can we can really use that to our advantage, the visualisation of things. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I think that's pretty cool, ladies. It is cool. Actually, I like it. So I hope everyone else did that as well. Hope, Yeah, and if you didn't, make sure you go back and do it. Let us just guide you through that with Donna Lee telling you it's a minute and then three minutes and seeing what comes up, like asking yourself those questions that Donna Lee asked us and see what comes up for you. Mm. And, you know, there's, and just know that there's no right or wrong answers. There's no right or wrong experiences. It's learning your experiences. And I I just, I just love this stuff. Me too. Me too. I love this. I love the fact that the world is changing and, you know, remembering people are, we're giving permission. We're giving ourselves permission to remember and, be ourselves and like I just I just see it so I have such a different perspective from the person I've been to the person I'm evolving to be and having greater acceptance and tolerance of 
all the things that I've been told that are intolerable or not right or and I'm I'm not I'm far from perfection because I still have a brain that you know says shit and yeah and and recognizes stuff and you know causes me to think things that that I can catch now and go hang on a minute or I go oh okay that thinking thing's always going to be there. You know, every time you see this or that, that's there's a response, but there's the capacity that we are noticing that and being able to meet that and give it a different perspective. And we, we're, we're choosing this. It's awesome. It is. Hmm. Beautiful. Sometimes. It's been so long that we're going to go with nature's whispers. Oh, that sounds good. So yummy today. Gotta to remember holidays are good sometimes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so from that gorgeous presence. Ooh, oh, that was quick. Right. Oh, I think we need another one. Yeah, spirit spirit's saying you're never gonna get it all done. So hmm. stop trying to think that you're gonna get it all done because you're never ever gonna get it all done. Just get what no, not even get. It's just going just just be done, be doing, be, hey, you're never going to get it all done. Okay. No, it's fine. <laughs> oh, and it's upside down. Interesting. Oh, seek beauty. And it's 44. It's interesting. It's a multiple of 11. And four is about form and structure. And the fact that it's a double that equals to an eight, and an eight is do what makes your heart sing. It's about flow. So having, okay, righto, why are you talking about this? Okay, they're talking back to when we make the time to do the things we love. They're relating back to form and structure, so planning, you know, even though these aren't the words that spirit wants to use. But they're saying they're relating back to that you have the capacity to control that in your life. So foundation, this is like this is right now. They're talking about how we build houses and um, structures and bridges and, you know, all those things that take planning. And they're saying that you have that within you too. You have the capacity, you have the insight, you have, I don't even have the words because it, it's its wordless, around noticing your own structure. Um, and why is this upside down? Seek beauty. Oh, 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 okay. Have another perspective. Have a different perspective. Oh, my God, this makes so much sense. They've been, and I forget, see, I forget this stuff too. And I'll write some more stuff about this after. Is remember we have choice to look at things differently. That's the whole thing. And and it's and it's like we're moving. That's moving around. Perspective is constantly, and we can come back this way and we can look back this way and go around. So, and that's this relates again. They talk about this with this new eyesight perspective. What you see, what you, how you've been seeing, not just with your eyes, because your seeing is also your thinking, is that be open to perspective change. So, you know, sometimes that double blink, double, like it's really, it's really changing. 
So perspective is changing. We're in the change. So be open to the change because there's room and there's freedom and there's space to have a different perspective. And I said something to Tanya this morning about what wholehearted conversations have done for me along the journey is my perspective has altered and I've been triggered in times because I've been constructed to think this way. And so then this new perspective comes in with Tanya or Prue or whatever, and then I go away and I sit with it and I hold it and I think that's what's on offer for all of us. What do you two think? It just makes me think of I was listening to a podcast this morning and they were interviewing this guy and I can't think of his name at the moment, but one of the things he said was never disagree. As soon as you disagree with something, your mind shuts down. It closes off any any chance of having a different perspective. You don't even want to venture into learning something new. Never, ever disagree. (laughs) Lovely. Yeah. I feel perspective is my superpower. I feel I can always see different perspectives. Like I've always thought that. Sometimes can be a weakness, but mostly a strength. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to add add to this, okay? So I'm just going to the book and because there's something within what's being said here. This is a time to reflect on love and to seek out beauty. Create memories, take time to enjoy your experiences, celebrations and special occasions. The recollection of happy moments will support you. Look not only in the world around you, but also within the different perspective. So this card is further supporting seeking the perspective of the inner of you. Seek out the loving qualities that you appreciate about yourself. Search for your own beauty. And I don't want to say search. I want to say, no, we want to say, we want to say, oh, okay, yeah. Just be present with that evolving within you because there's no searching needing. It's about being so that you can have the presence experience of that. And it will consistently change, okay? The more that you show up for that, the more will be available. Look at yourself and the world around you from a new perspective. I cannot believe how appropriate that card is. (laughs) I can believe it. I can believe it. So remember how we shuffled and shuffled and shuffled and just didn't mm-hmm. come? It's like, no, that's it. That's the one. Yeah, that's <laughs> For sure. Yeah, great. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, cards will be up the same day that this episode goes live on our Facebook group. If you're not yet a member, make sure you head over and join. So an ever-growing community that has so much support in there. So we'd love to have you. Yeah, and download the podcast, leave a comment um, mm. because it helps as well. It does, yeah. Follow the podcast, you know, yeah. make sure you press the little plus button so you're following share it. Share the podcast. Share the podcast, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All these things. It helps this podcast grow because we're just doing this for the love of you and us. That's why we're doing it and we want to share the love. Okay, that's it. Wraps another session. What a great one. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much for being part of this Soul Sister conversation. It would mean the world to us if you like and share this podcast with your own Soul Sisters. 
follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you are so inspired, leave a review. All suggestions and questions are welcome and you can drop them in the Facebook group. Thank you, beautiful souls.